Kristen Crow. And I'm Kristen Caridio. And this is Must Contain, the podcast from Atumos where we help explain the how of marketing, although we can't always explain the why. Join us every two weeks as we break down marketing and corporate topics and discuss what they really mean. And if you enjoy this podcast, please remember to like, follow, or subscribe in all your favorite podcast platforms. Welcome back to another episode of Must Contain. Today, our topic is a class of platform that I think a lot of MOPS people have some knowledge of, but maybe aren't entirely sure how to use. Yeah, we're talking about iPass today, a piece of the class of software formerly or maybe currently, <laughs> but somewhat dismissively known as middleware uh, mm-hmm. and an integration tool type that should be more widely known and used in the MOPS world. At least that's what I think. <laughs> And I think Kristen, today's guest would definitely agree with you. And our guest today is David Kreider. Welcome, David. Can you tell our audience a little bit about yourself? My name is David Kreider. I have been working in sort of the automation space, like marketing automation and and marketing demand gen for uh, what, 12, 13 years now. And I've worked with, um, you know, marketing and sales ops teams uh, at companies of all different sizes. More recently spent uh, a couple years at Workado, which is one of the platforms of interest for our talk today. I was heading up the marketing ops team there. Awesome. Well, we have a lot to cover, I think, because there's a lot that we can dive into um, with iPass, but Let's just jump right in. What does that stand for? We've used the term a couple of times already. What does it stand for? And and can you define IPASS for us? Yeah, so IPASS stands for Integration Platform as a Service. So it's sort of a playoff of SaaS, Software as a Service. What it actually means has changed a little bit over time. Some of the older tools in this space, such as like, Boomi and MuleSoft were maybe purely focused on integration and they were, they're pretty technical, right? Hard for non-developers to use. And I think some of the, the newer guard like Workado um, and even things like, like Zapier, Syncery, what have you, are sort of changing the game a little bit and making these tools into more almost like automation tools rather than just, they're not purely integration tools anymore. They're like, integration and automation. So, you know, I think they've sort of earned the the title of automation tools in recent years. Thank you, David. So we've kind of talked a lot about like what it is and use the word integration and we've talked like middleware and you might not assume that's marketing ops. So why is this something marketing operations should know about and not something that should say, stay, say like in the realm of developers and engineers and other more technical air quotes, since you can't see me, folks? Yeah, that's a good, it's a fair question. I would say, I'll I'll mention a few points on this. 
So one, like the type of stuff that I, as a marketing ops person, and I think a lot of my fellow marketing ops friends and connections, like, I want to be able to do this work myself. Like I can do this work myself. Why should this have to be left to IT or engineering or a developer? You know, like I, I can do this stuff myself. I want to do it myself. And it, and it makes things go more quickly at my business. I think that's a pretty simple reason. But a couple other points I'd layer on there are that marketing ops people are great at automation, right? Like we have a long history with marketing automation tools. And a lot of these tools, it's really the same fundamental thought process, right? Your marketing ops folks have developed strong ability to think about things in a certain way, right? Like streamlining processes and automating as much as possible. And that skill that market operations has honed over the last several years, decade, that is really valuable in these iPass tools as well. When you think about like most marketing operations folks are probably working on a team where you have your marketing automation tool and a CRM and they're integrated, right? And the reason that you integrate those two tools is because the sum of the two, the, the sum of those two tools when they're integrated is like greater than the two tools individually, right? So by bringing these iPass tools into your tech stack as a marketing ops person, you can build more of those sort of like one plus one equals four situations where you're now able to get creative. You can you can kind of automate across your entire tech stack and integrate your entire tech stack. You can maybe keep the same number of apps in your stack, but get a lot more value from them because you're using them in new and innovative way. So how does it work? I'm a mops person and you know what you just said really resonated with me, like the one plus one equals four kind of idea of like multiplying the effectiveness of my tech stack. Uh, how easy is it going to be for me to figure out a tool like this, especially in that new class of tools we talked about, Workado, Syncri, that kind of thing? Um, or am I going to need to learn more developer engineering skills? Yeah, I think it comes naturally for a lot of marketing ops folks, right? Like a lot of these pre-existing marketing automation tools have the concept of like triggers and actions, right? So it's already sort of embedded in our brains, like creating things with triggers and actions, automated workflows. And that's exactly how, a, you know, at least Workado works is there's a trigger and then a series of actions that occur. The, the difference is that now, instead of just automating workflows within your marketing automation tool, you can trigger and take actions across any app anywhere in your tech stack, as long as there's an API for it and you own the app. Easy to start, fairly familiar. There's no limitations. You can use any tool as long as it's got API. Um, so I'm sure folks are like, super cool. I could do all those things, but like, what can I actually do? You've been around the block with automation tools. You've been in ops a lot. You've worked directly for Ricardo, David. So. What are some actual real life applications you've seen of iPass in a marketing operations context? And so we had a customer who was using these, I think they were actually using the program member custom fields to capture UTM values, right? Like UTM campaign source medium. And they wanted all these data values to flow into custom fields on the Salesforce campaign member object. And that's actually, they were actually doing this already when they came to us, they had figured out a solution. They were using a webhook and they had injected some Apex script or something into the webhook so that when it lands in Salesforce, it somehow triggered the 
data values to flow over, but like it was just not very scalable. They needed a better way to do it. And so this customer used Marketo APIs and Salesforce APIs and Workado as the iPass tool. Basically listen for every five minutes, it would go pick up all the new program members that have been created in Marketo, including their program member custom field values for the UTMs, like UTM source medium. And it would then go find the corresponding campaigns on the Salesforce side and add the members to those campaigns, including the custom fields, which is something that native integration can't do. So that's one customer example. A personal example of how I have used iPass while at Workato is we had our academy, right? I think it's called, uh, yeah, academy.workato.com. You can go there to like, you know, try the product out, you, like learn about the product and all that. And so we had all those, these people coming here to learn about the product and get certified. The problem was that they were just kind of siloed, right? The data was just sitting there in the LMS. So we used Workato to go and grab not only all the people who were taking the certification and courses, but we, we set it up in such a way that anytime a new course was published on the LMS, our automation through Workato would go and clone the appropriate program template in Marketo for a new education course. It would clone the program, clone it into the proper campaign folder, populate, I don't remember, it, may, it might have populated some tokens, and but it activated both smart campaigns within the program. And so essentially, anytime there was a new course in the LMS, that would automatically create a new program in Marketo to capture anybody, anybody who was engaging with that course or certification and also set their acquisition program and whatnot. And Workato sort of maintained a lookup table then as well. So as the actual activity data flowed in, right, like Workato would sort of pair the course ID in the LMS, it would say, oh, it was for this course, so I need to route it to this program in Marketo and trigger both of these or one of these two smart campaigns within that program for this person to run through. So it was a zero maintenance solution to just automatically keep our LMS and Marketo uh, market marketing automation system in sync with regard to courses and activities. And did that save time or what was the business gain there? Yeah, I think if I look at it from like a, like this wasn't really like a selfish problem for me to solve, right? I'm so selfless. Um, <laughs> but if, if I look at it from like a, a business perspective, it's like, okay, we have this academy, you know, this automation institute, we have a good amount of activity going on on it, but like, I can't connect that to any revenue. Like, yeah, we're seeing some activity, so that seems good, but like, I want to be able to connect that to revenue and say, hey, we actually, you know, for every 100 registrants here, we generate one new customer and, you know, at an average deal size of X and we generate three upsells at an average deal of that, or we influence three upsells, right? And none of that was possible because none of the engagement data was getting into our marketing automation tool or our CRM, and therefore we couldn't do revenue attribution reporting. So we were unable, and, and we were hiring on this team, right? Just because it was a gut thing, we were like, okay, this team is probably doing good stuff, you know? Um, so we were hiring on it, but it's nice to really be able to show the impact um, that this education team was having on the business when it comes to revenue. And that, that's the business problem it solved. 
what kind of businesses should be thinking about implementing iPass as a part of their stack based on what you, all of those cool things that you just told us? I honestly feel that like almost down to the point where like, even if you're like a mom and pop coffee shop, there's stuff that you want to automate, right? You're like, you're probably using QuickBooks for your taxes or what have you, right? So, I mean, who doesn't want to, who, who should be automating stuff? That's sort of how that question is to me. And it's like, everybody, everybody business should, every business should be automating and, and using these tools. Um, some big ones that really come to mind. I mean, tech, I guess we kind of love each other, right? So like SaaS companies and like people in the tech world tend to, I think, adopt these, these tools more quickly. Um, shipping and logistics is another, another big one. So there's the question of which companies should be adopting these tools. And then I think there's also the question of which teams should be using these tools. And like I said, I think pretty much every company should be automating stuff, right? It's who doesn't want to automate stuff. But when it comes to teams, I think as these iPass tools are getting easier and easier to use, the operations teams across the business should be thinking about it, right? Whether you're in HR ops, finance ops, sales ops, customer success ops, marketing ops, the operations teams are the ones who should be the biggest customers out of everyone. And I think IT still has a role to play there, right? IT is sort of central to all these ops teams and a lot of organizations, but like at a high level, like ops teams overall should be sort of the biggest customers of these tools. Given that generally iPass or middleware is about filling the gaps that maybe a multitude of platforms aren't filling. So you've got a bunch of different technologies in your stack and they're all doing a couple of different things, but nothing is actually quite flowing the way that you want. Are iPass solutions like a short-term fix or like the long-term objective and why? Like, is it the gateway to something else more permanent and like, you know, long-term or can companies get infinitely advanced with them? Yeah, this is a good question. I have, I have to think back to when I first started using Marketo. I felt like the possibilities were limitless, but some of the other causes, the market, I guess, in general, and some of like the product or product marketing teams at Marketo didn't sort of see some of the, uh, or help us realize like the full potential of what the tool could do in that case, right? I mean, maybe I was just dreaming in the first place, but sometimes I think I look at a tool and I'm like, there's so much possibility here, but at the end of the day, it doesn't get fully realized. Uh, so I have to keep that in mind as you ask this question. I'd say that for these iPass tools, you can get infinitely advanced and the possibilities are sort of in the same way endless with these, but I just have to check myself on really like how big will the market let them get uh, and all that. But it's, it's, it's definitely around for the long term, right? Like these tools are not going anywhere. This is not a, a fad, right? Uh, there's definitely some quick fixes you can make with these tools and like even just one-off automations that you would have to write Python to do otherwise. Like there's some really cool, quick things you can do with them that are not gonna be long-term value to your business, but the tools themselves are gonna be delivering projects that run you know, every few seconds, every five minutes, and they're gonna be running for the next decade in your business. So they're not going anywhere soon. Cool. Well, I am sold. I want one. One iPass, please. Um, of course, you know, as we all know, as mobs folks, uh, justifying 
the purchase of a new platform can sometimes be really difficult. And from what you're saying, perhaps the ROI on these tools isn't as straightforward as like, I mean, it might be as straightforward as this is this solution is going to help me push more leads to sales more efficiently, better quality, more quickly, because I'll be able to run this particular automation, but it doesn't seem as straightforward in justifying, you know, ROI, uh, on this platform to me. So how can I, how can I justify this to my boss? How can I get this as a part of my tech stack? If I'm going to make a business case for it? Yeah, that's a good question. When I first joined Workado, I was actually in a pre-sales capacity, which was really interesting getting to work so closely with AEs on deals. And I was selling to marketers, uh, like marketing ops folks, like my, my friends, you guys. <laughs> so one of the things that I learned, I had never been in a sales role, but it was just sort of interesting. I learned about like, there's different, um, you know, different versions of this, but like one thing I heard was this acronym SPICED. So in order to sell something, uh, first figure out like what the situation is, right? Which you already know if you're working somewhere, you kind of know what the situation is at your work. And like, what's the current pain that you're experiencing as part of your process? Like maybe you're uploading CSVs manually once per quarter, instead of having it being done automatically every five minutes, whatever the pain is like, find the pain and like really identify the pain. And that kind of becomes like the primary platform on which you will sell is like, look how much this sucks. <laughs> and then, and then you build up, uh, you build on the pain, right? You build it like you say, okay, how does this impact the business, right? By like, by doing this one manual CSV upload once per quarter, that means our data in the database is on average 90, like 45 days out of date or something, right? So, and if our data is 45 hours, 40 day, 45 days out of date, and the, it could be updating every day, like maybe you then ultimately lose revenue because the, your marketing is done more poorly. So you, you can't campaign as effectively and you actually end up losing revenue as part of this, right? Get some sort of estimate on the impact that you can actually quantify, whether it's number of hours that this is taking you or number of dollars that this is costing the business in either churned customers or missed properties to like upsell or bring new customers on, right? Um, hours, dollars, customer experience is another, is another one I think you can argue, right? So you got to find the situation. What's the pain you're experiencing? How does that impact the business at the highest level, right? Like really play that out to the highest level of impact on the business. And then in Spiced, the CE is for critical event. Like, you know, if we continue to operate this way for the for, forever, at some point, this big problem will arise, right? Like, I guess that could be the business going out of business or whatever, right? You wanna to try to keep it reasonable, but like try to figure out if we do nothing, what happens, right? And when does that happen? And uh, versus if we do something, this problem goes away, right? So that's sort of the general selling format that I'm trying to use myself now that I'm back in marketing ops when I wanna sell something. With that, we've now learned what iPass is, how to use it, who needs it, how to get one. So I think we'll talk about our key takeaways. First, iPass is a technology that most MOPS teams that work with any kind of complexity should be aware of and explore to augment the out-of-the-box capabilities of their tech stack. It's a new form of what was once called middleware that is accessible to more than just your IT or business systems teams. 
Second, this kind of tech isn't something to be afraid of if you're not, air quotes, technical. If you can operate Marketo smart campaigns, you can probably operate an IPES technology like Ricardo or Trey or others. It's built on a similar if-then logic, but allows you to use more than one platform in your flows. Third, when evaluating whether or not you need an iPass solution, you need to take into consideration the value of your time and how much time your resources will save by automating a process that's currently manual. Time is not free. And that's an important thing to remember when making a case for these solutions. And that's it for this episode of Must Contain. We'll be back in two weeks with another great MOPS topic. And a joke. <laughs> this episode was produced by Kristen Crow, Kristen Caridio, Ali Stoltzfus, and Lindsay Walter. It was edited by Kristen Crow. Theme music by Rusty Hall. Special thanks to David Kreider. And that's it for Must Contain. I'm Kristen Crow, and we'll see you in two weeks. Hey, containers, Kristen Crow again. One quick thing before you go. MopsCon 2022 is happening this September 20th and 21st. We'd love to see you at this event made by and for Mops professionals. So head over to mopscon.com register to get your ticket. And as a bonus, Kristen and I will be hosting a live episode of Must Contain. We can't wait to see you.